Who are you? Who are we? We are that. No, you need to be like, who are you? Who are we? We are that. Do that. Okay. okay. Who are you? Who are we? We are that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Boss Friends Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Alana, and along with my two boss friends, Naomi T. Grant and Sabitha J, together we bring you our intro episode. If you want to learn more about who we are, what we do, and how this boss friendship started in the first place, stay tuned. All of my friends, I got boss friends. Huh? We ain't really tripping out the long set. Huh? We don't deal with y'all, y'all some more brand. We can buy the hitters that we want real talk, man. Huh? All of my friends, I got boss friends. Huh? We thought it would be nice just to give you guys a little introductory of who we are, um, how we became friends, how long we've been friends, all that good stuff. Okay, guys. Hi, my name is Naomi T. Grant. T stands for Tijana. So they're going to keep calling me Tijana because we met in junior high school and that was the name that I went by. And as I got older, I decided to go by my government name, which is Naomi, but it's complicated. My parents, you know, sold me a lot on my name my whole life. So I really thought my name was Sajana. So that's why they call me that. Rebecca calls me Naomi sometimes. I feel like Basada always slips and she calls me Tajana. So you're going to hear both names, either Naomi or Tajana, and that's me. But I'm 27. I am a mother of a three-year-old boy named Jaden West. He is everything and awesome and keeps me alive, really keeps me moving every single day. I'm also a New York City freelance makeup artist. I've been doing that for the past maybe four to five years. Yeah, that's just pretty much how I describe myself. I'm a mom. I'm a makeup artist and yeah, that's me. Hello, I'm Sarita J. I'm really bad at describing myself. I don't really know who I am. No, I'm joking. I'm Sada, Sarita, Sarah, whichever fits for the moment. We all have like some identity crisis situations going on here with names, huh? I am probably the loud one of the group. I have a daughter, I'm married. I have a son that should be here. I hope he comes tonight. <laughs> My day job is for the Department of Homeless Services, but by night, I'm just living life, trying to figure out who the hell I am so I can tell you guys. <laughs> First of all, you do so much stuff, okay? Exactly. Don't downplay yourself. You're an amazing mom. You're an amazing wife. You have a great job where you do great things for the community and people in need. So don't downplay yourself, girl. I'm not downplaying myself. I'm just <laughs> really not good at giving my Neither am I. Even when, even though I feel like I say who I am a lot, like I'm a makeup artist, I'm a mom for my YouTube videos. It's still weird. Hopefully by the fifth <laughs> episode, I can tell you guys who I am. As of right now, we're still on the journey of self-discovery. Um, my name is Rebecca. I have a lot of different names. Do I really want to go down the list? Not really. But as you heard, Sada and TJ, they call me Becky, like a lot of other people. Becca, I am a production assistant with NBC for the Judge Theory Show. 
Um, yes, Judge Jerry, that used to be Jerry Springer. Now he's a judge. <laughs> DM me if you have any further questions about that. But other than that, I work in television and film, and I'm a host of this podcast, co-host of this podcast. That's really about it. I guess we're all on like a self-discovery. Always. Um, when is it? It's never going to stop. We're going to be redefining ourselves until forever. And that's, I guess, a big part of friendship, being able to rediscover yourself over and over again and the same people stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Just having people around you to support you as you go through your different life changes because we all met in junior high school, so we've known each other over 10 years. We met in 2004, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I remember being friends with Sarah first. I don't think I knew Becky in sixth grade. Like, we went to no. the same school. I mean, I knew her face. Right. I knew who she was. Like, I knew there was a Rebecca. She knew there was Sarah. I don't right. know if we were friends in sixth grade. And in seventh grade, yeah. Sudan and I were in the same class, and we sat at the same desk. I wasn't in that class. Don't try to play me. No. No, you weren't in our class. Miss White's English class. You guys mm-hmm. were in, I was in Miss White's class. We all had Miss White, but she was our homeroom teacher. No. So who was my homeroom teacher? That lady that everyone hated. I feel like all three of us were never in the same class. No, Miss White was my teacher, guys. Who was, in your home- <laughs> was Cindy in your homeroom class? Yes. And then there was... Mr. Pachowski. That was really his name. I don't even know where the third class was. Mr. P- no, that was eighth grade. Mr. Parker's class. Was that was grade. I was in Mr. Parker's class. For eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I was in Mr. Parker's class for eighth grade. I know where my classrooms were. I don't know who my teacher was. My classroom was the classroom when you first came in the building from the mm-hmm. first floor, you make a right. Mm-hmm. It was in a corner and it was right by the backyard. That was where my class was for. Oh yeah, that lady. That was, that was I know who you're talking about. No, they, that, you're thinking about um the, the that not that side that is my sixth grade class I was across the hall for eighth grade mm. so many moons ago well Rebecca wasn't ghetto like us you wasn't infamous dimes right in seventh grade in Miss White's class oh I'm mad infamous dimes I remember that who in was my eighth grade teacher so all this to say I feel like our friendships developed more as we got older, if that makes sense, like outside of junior high school. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we were, me and Tajana were closer in junior high school than we were in high right. school. I right. didn't really have much of a relationship with high school. No. Don't know how close. me and Rebecca stayed close during junior high school, but we were close throughout the whole, I mean, through high school. We were mm-hmm. close throughout the whole of high school. Right. Because you would come to my house think, all the time. The, and you went to the Mega Evers, which is down the street from my house. I don't remember. Like I saw you often enough outside right. of... That would make sense. No, you started coming to my church. Duh. You started coming to church in 2009. That was 10th grade. I remember you invited me, but, like, when I think about, like, actually beginning to go to church, I think about maybe when I was, like, 17. Rebecca and I always stayed in touch throughout high school, but... We got closer. We went to college together, so we spent a lot of time. We both went to different schools at different colleges at first, and mm-hmm. then transferred to the same college at the same time. So, I was definitely out of the loop 
for a minute because Rebecca and I, I want to say like my college years, we weren't close. You had to, we had to be close during high school because you knew you. Because I remember I came to your house when we broke up. I've decided you were in the church since you was in 10th grade. Okay, that's fine. When we graduated from middle school and we went into high school, the first year of high school, I remember I was still very close with Kizzy and Quinta. And oh. that was like ninth grade. And I was and still close with them. We were in the sweet, in Tamaranjanita Sweet 16. Like, that's, that's the time frame that I have in my brain. Like, I know that I was, at, when I first graduated from middle school and I went to high school, I was still close with them. And then we were in Tamaranjanita Sweet 16, which is 10th grade. Mm-hmm. And then after that is when my relationship with them disbanded, and Sada and I still had a relationship. It makes sense what you're saying in reference to that, like, I started going to the church in 10th grade, because in 10th grade is when, outside of my my actual school friends, like, my friends were, you and Tajana, not together. Right. Sada and I, because Sada went to Mega Everett, which was close to my house, when I left school... And I came home back to Brooklyn. That's who I would hang or on the weekends. I would hang out with you, and you would come over, right? And I would go to your house. No, I don't. I just don't remember. Don't like, know. if remember. she wouldn't have brought up me being in Janika to my sweet sixteen, I wouldn't have even made that connection to remember, like age wise. Right. That, that's because how I'm how I'm able to decipher, or else I wouldn't remember. remember because either. me and Hugh were together since I was in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember him being in my life during Janique and Tamara's Sweet 16. If you guys maybe got serious right after no, that. No, we got serious as soon as we met. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was we'll, we'll have you on as a, as a guest. It was serious from day one. Okay? I'm done with you. Ask him. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that that makes makes sense. Like, the 10th grade situation we were still but regardless of we were still friends like we still yeah because i was friends with me and tajana were still friends we but it would just be like random oh you want to go to you want to go to aeropostal or you want to go to king's plaza like it was just like random Mm -hmm. you know what's so crazy about that time i just recently started talking to my high school best friend the one that y'all know about but we didn't go to school with her and there's so much about that time that I literally, like, like, it just went out my brain. I think I don't like to remember negative times, so I just block it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I did that? Like, even the boyfriend, like, y'all knew him because we all went to junior high school with him, but I don't, like, ever, I mean, why would I ever think about that? With a friendship that has lasted, or friendships that have lasted as long as ours have, how do you guys think that we maintain such a long and strong friendship the blood of jesus i think that at the core we all have a lot of very similar like life values and like you and sarah and rebecca go to the same church they have a lot of those same values together so that always kind of connects them because not only do they share a lot of those similar values but it allows them to stay in each other's lives because 
you know, you know, you guys have a lot of similar, like, same friends and know a lot of the same people. And then Sarah and I are moms, so we bond on that. That really helped our friendship as we got older. And then Rebecca and I also went to the same college at the same time, so that kept us in touch. This is true. When you were pregnant with Jaden. Right. Like, right. I think, we, like, we were cool, but because a few years, not a few years, a year before you had Jade, you got pregnant with Jaden, the February before you got pregnant with Jaden. I remember, we all went out to We eat. went to dinner, we went to streets for Rebecca's birthday. Yeah. And we all, like, reconnected, and then you were pregnant. <laughs> you got pregnant. You were inseminated. And shortly after I reached out to you, like I was just like, oh, you know, she's going to need some friends to have kids. So right. I'm going to be supportive. Right. I didn't have friends with kids. I was the only friend that I knew, like for a long time. I, I want to say you were the only friend I knew with a kid, but also, and I'm saying that because I'm like, I really can't think of anybody else. But also, like, the only friend that I've known since really childhood that is now a mom. So that was really helpful to me because we had our kids in our early 20s. So that is, if, if I knew anybody else who had kids that was a friend of mine, they, they were older than I was. So it wasn't. Because yeah. I have Rain at 22. I had Jaden at 23. Okay. So. Yeah. So right after. The same age. <laughs> Basically. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, so I had already, and I was like, oh, I'm going to reach out to her and make sure she's okay, because I care about everybody's mental health. Which is <laughs> everything. And then me yeah. and Rebecca, like you said, we have church that connected us, and then I I probably, there will be another conversation about this, but I do believe that our friendship is like a God-ordained thing, because there have been times when it's like, how do we become friends again? Or right. like... Didn't wasn't we talking for like a, not talking for like a whole year for no reason and then I'm in your house eating your snacks. We didn't have to work hard to be friends, right? Or there was it no. It just happens organically. By yeah, God. it was no yeah. thing, big bang, or explanation. I think that also helps maintaining friendships and adult friendships, especially easier be, when it's very effortless. A lot of times, I feel like a lot of people like from what I see they struggle in their friendships because it's like a, not to say that you shouldn't put effort into your friendships because you have to work at them they're not gonna just right see what it's gonna be and be this amazing thing without you putting any work in but a lot of times I think people try to force relationships that either don't need to be or like are not meant to be like I just really want this thing to work and the puzzle pieces just don't connect it's effortless to be friends with one another and to love on each other and to have a sisterhood together because it's it's easy. And we also communicate quite often. Like we we do have a group chat, but we talk in it regularly. I and also like we talk not about like fluff. Like would you eat today? Like we'll check in and be like, this how I'm feeling so, such and such happened. So I feel like we do speak regularly and we speak regularly about real stuff. Our differences keep our friendship alive in a sense because right. I think I, I often can give you guys like a different perspective. Like you might be thinking one way about something and I can say, well, actually this is how that other person might be seeing it or actually, no, I don't really think you're right. 
because mm -hmm. I've experienced this, you know? Right. So we do have some differences in experiences that I think help. Like, everything is not cookie-cutter the same. We didn't go through high school the same. Our dating relationships are not the same. Sometimes with, like, a large group, well, smaller groups of friends, everything is the same. We date the same kind of F-boys. We hang out at the same places. We have right. the same exact beliefs. We right. There's a lot of that. And the differences kind of help us to say, like, no, girl, um, you right. need me in your life because I'm going to help you see a different perspective and pretty much help with your ignorance. We all have different parts of us that are ignorant or we're ignorant to certain things. And I think the fact that we've all been exposed to different things helps. As much as we're in the same, like, life arenas in terms of our age and, like, certain kinds of experiences, we're also in different ones as well. So we bring different perspectives to the table because like even though you and I are both moms you're a mom and a wife I'm not a wife so you have different perspectives on relationships being a wife I have a different perspective of you know not being a wife raising a son but I'm co-parenting so that that that's different in that relationship with that mm -hmm. and so our we've all had different kinds of relationships romantically and different kinds of friendships outside of our own so it allows us to bring different perspectives to the table i do think though as we've gotten older we've had to be more serious or you know step in on a more serious level with our friendships because i feel like you know when you meet someone and we're all kids like everything is so light and then now as adults, like life is a lot more serious. We talk about finances. Sometimes maybe me and me and Rebecca want to do something and you're like, guys, that just doesn't work for me right now because right, that's why right. like, and it helps us to see another perspective, like, yo, actually, mm -hmm. that's not the responsible decision right now. We're not all on the same level in life. So not not in a negative way. We're just we're different in certain aspects. So And our priorities are different. Right, at different right. times like right right now my priorities are completely different from what they were six months ago well, not yeah. how, how many i'm like 10 months pregnant right now right what they were a year ago well i mean please mm -hmm. a year ago a year ago today i was in a freaking super depression true locked up in my room couldn't right. move couldn't do you know life really hit, comes at us fast and our priorities are ever evolving and I think that that's okay. But I mm -hmm. think that's what makes our friendship different from other friendships. Sometimes people can't handle that change, those changes, the, right. the constant changes. And it comes a point in friendship where it's like, okay, are we going to keep moving forward in this friendship and roll with the changes in everybody's lives? Or right. are we going to try to find more like-minded friends because I don't think there's anything wrong with finding friends who no. are doing the same things as you. Right. But I personally just find benefits from having both. Me too. Like yeah. I love having y'all because I feel like y'all are my rock. And then I love having like my separate group of my makeup artist friends that we chit chat about certain things and like, you know, friends in different arenas because there's just certain things that we can discuss and connect with that it just flows easier than if I was talking and connecting with you guys before, you know? <laughs> I'm a friend who has a lot of friends, but doesn't, has a lot of, like, core friends, but doesn't want anybody else to have that. Like, I want to be that for y'all. And so, like, for example, I have my best friend, Charette, 
that's like my older sister. She's my go-to girl. Our friendship looks nothing like this friendship. Right. But because I'm just bomb like that, I can bring everybody together. Yes. And and it does work. It does work. Mm-hmm. But does some work. people aren't able to do that, and that's when it gets all like cloudy and disconnected. Mm-hmm. And then right. you also have difficult friends like me who don't want to really meet your other friends, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm I'm honest about it. I'm working on it, but I just feel like I don't really care to meet. Oh my gosh! If you ask my friend Teresa, I never want to engage with her other friends. Not interested. They're not my friends. They're your friends. And they're nice girls. They're nice girls. I'm not saying they're not nice girls, but it just, Mm -hmm. I feel like me and Teresa's friendship, the way it was built is so just about us. Like our friendship is so individual, so unique. I don't want, I don't care about your other friendships. Like they're just not us. So yeah. I do have friendship issues. I have control issues. It's, It's like that. Not everybody is as, fluid for lack of better words when it comes to merging friends and I think that's one thing that I've learned just getting older is mm-hmm. not every it's okay to have separate groups of friends because right. not every friend is meant to be friends with your other friend and you're not meant to be friends with every every friend that you have with their other group of friends like right. a lot of times that's how things get messy and boundaries get crossed lines get right. crossed and it, it's okay to be segregated in a sense when it comes to your friendships, when it comes to just your relationships in general. Like, mm-hmm. Brianna, everybody knows that that's my cousin, but, like, she's my friend. Like, we have right. a friendship. She's right. my best friend, but you mm-hmm. guys are also my best friends. But right. you guys are people that I can bring together that mesh well together. You know, it, it, I think it just depends. And that shows also in friendship that you have to know your friends. Like, right. I think that's, that's something that's very, very important to me is, and, and, and being self-aware and then also being aware of the people that you're friends with. It right. shows that you respect them and that you see them as a person. Or even friends that I've had, they kind of do, like, things that I'm like, do you not know me? Like, mm-hmm. you should know better. Right. You have to know your friends. And I think I'm a little bit tougher than most people. I will really get offended if you do something that I know you know better than to do with me. Like, did you really bring me here? Or, and not like, oh, I'm bougie or nothing like that. Like, oh, don't bring me to certain scenes because we know I get together when I want to. But there's just certain things that my friends should know not to bring me around. And I think I've lost a few friends for putting me in situations that are not me. Like, I'm okay with you having different relationships, different, that's a lie. I'm working on being okay with it, but I understand that you may what what you may do with me may not be what you can do with your other friends, or they may be a complete nothing like me. That's fine, but that doesn't mean this desire to pull people together that you need to pull me into certain things. So, but I'm also queen boundaries, and that's a part of that. Sad is not going there. Sad is not doing that let's not even waste our time and bring Sada into this. And I try to do the same for my other friends. Like I have friends who I would never put in certain situations because they, they may do it or, or go because of me. And then they're unhappy. Like I'm okay mm-hmm. with separating things for that reason. But also I think I'm the same person everywhere. You also have to be the same person in every group that you're in. Like no one from my 
outside of church life is going to come to ch- come to my church and be like, who is this? And no one from my church life is going to come to my outside of church life and be like, ooh, this is how she behaves outside. I am the same Sada in every group, every arena. I don't think anybody could ever say, oh, she acts different in church or outside of church or at work. Like my work people, they know. Church people know. Home people know. Everybody know. That's a part of maintaining friendships is being authentic, being you yeah. in every group because yeah. it'll come to light and you will get embarrassed. That's a key factor in maintaining long lasting friendships is authenticity. If you're not authentic and like you said, you're not the same person. I mean, not to say that you're not going to evolve and grow, but like at the core, at your core should always remain the same. It should always remain grounded in, in how I met you and the reason why I became friends with you in the first place. Sarah mentioned earlier she is pregnant, very much pregnant. And I wanted to know maintaining friendships not only just over the years and over a long period of time, but like during big parts of life. Like how do people navigate like right now we're in a pandemic. How do you navigate maintaining true genuine friendships through something like a pandemic and then something as big as even a pregnancy if you want to find out how we're maintaining our friendship through coronavirus and one of us having a baby on the way stay tuned for part two of episode two remember keep your friends close but your boss friends closer